Hello, everyone. Welcome to my podcast number two. I am joined by my niece and my daughter, <laughs> my niece, Daisha, <laughs> and my daughter, Jasmine. They're joining me live on the phone right now. And they decided they wanted to have a conversation with me about a topic that's real close to me, which is politics. They want to talk politics. They want to talk about social issues that are happening right now in this country. And I thought it was great because it's going to give us a perspective of what the younger generation thinks about uh, besides to the old schools like me. Because, you know, the young generation, they, they, they think that we uh, are not uh, in touch with what's going on right now. And you, that might be true, but, you know, we're going to get a perspective on, you know, on both sides and, and we'll go from there. So we'll start off with you, Daisha. So uh, t- t- tell us a little bit about yourself, let people know who you are. Okay, well, um, hello everyone. My name is Daisha, of course. Um, I am his niece, um, probably his favorite. And um, <laughs> I uh, really enjoy seeing other people's perspectives and talking about different things like this today. So I'm very excited for what we have in store. All right, very good. Now we're going to, Jasmine, this is my oldest daughter. Uh, Jasmine, <laughs> t- tell us about you. <laughs> Like, you put a lot of emphasis in Jasmine. Jasmine. <laughs> I know. I'm his favorite, y'all. I'm his favorite um, child, Jasmine Pizarro, Dennis, named after him himself. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I, don't really, I don't really get into politics too much unless I'm really talking to my dad. So... Mm-hmm. I'm very open to learn new things and, you know, put my opinion in some things. And, yeah, I'm excited to learn what you're going to tell me today. All right. So I remember uh, a, f- a couple of years ago, actually a few years ago, when you guys found out that I was voting for Trump. You guys remember that? Oh, yes. Now, mm-hmm. let me ask you, what did you what was your first impression when you found out that I was going to vote for Trump? Who goes, who goes first? I, mean, I said, them white people got him. <laughs> and, and they, they done brainwashed him. <laughs> nah, but, yeah, I don't know. I just, because, you know, people really go out by what, what they see in the social media or people our age, because, you know, we don't watch the news. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. we didn't see like the stuff that's happening happening on social media and all the news on there. So, I don't know. We just, I guess we got to kind of thought that you like, I don't know. <laughs> right in the train? <laughs> yeah, that's like, what I was thinking. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just thought it was crazy. Like, What did you think, Deja? Let me tell you what I thought. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> I thought that. Um, I was honestly kind of shocked because I see it as like, I honestly see people for who they are as, you know, human beings, not for what they, who they vote for, what they believe in, you know, things like that. So when I saw my uncle, you know, vote for a person that is really going, you know, he's like, you know, the things, you know, how they were saying about how he was making fun of like disability, a person with disabilities and things of that nature and like him as a person which other people might think of as, as like, you know, who's going to be running us as a country and things like that, which of, of course is valid, but that's what I was thinking. So when I was, are you, you know, broadcast to the world that you were a Republican? I'm like, okay, now how do we go about this? That's what I thought. 
<laughs> and, and I think that's the misconception of a lot of people. When I tell them that I voted for Trump, that's the first thing. And you, you said it right. You know, that's that's what people think when you tell them, yeah, I voted for Trump. But in my defense, you know, I am a Republican. So I did vote for Trump because he is a Republican and he had Republican views, even though he said some real dumb things when he, you know, when he talks about that's his personality. I'm not going to defend it, though. I'm not going to, you know, and you're right, because I do have a son with disabilities. And I remember that one um, speech he was giving that he was making fun of another person with disabilities. Now, that kind of hit me, you know, and, and I'll be honest with you, I was really upset, but that didn't sway me from his views on this country. So, but let me ask you guys something. Do you, where, where do you guys get your news from? Where do you guys get your information from? Social media. Social media? Mostly. Yeah. You, well, I would say, I would say social media kind of like influences most of the news that I get, but I do like try to stay intact. Yeah. I'm not going to say I watch it every day, but you know, I watch it here and there and then like some other people and things like that. Yeah. You too, you also, Jasmine, you look at, you get the news from social media? Yeah, basically. Yeah, I don't really watch the news. Yeah. I just really, you know, I follow like news, news pages and stuff. So they kind of alert me when things are happening in the world. Yeah. And that's okay. You know, a lot of, a lot of young people, they get their news from social media, their sole news. They don't watch TV anymore. People don't listen to radio anymore. So social media is the, the one platform they have to kind of get their news. Now, I'm old school. Like I said, I don't get my news from social media. I only get my gossip from social media. I find out what my, you know, my other sibling is doing. I find out what my other family member is, you know, doing with everybody else. You know, you find out gossip on social media and that's what I go for you know everybody would agree with me that's what everybody does social media for is for the gossip but I get my news from the actual news stations but now the hot topic that's out right now that everybody talks about there's been a lot of controversy about and uh and a lot of uh issues is let's say let's let's start with talking about this organization called Black Lives Matter okay we're gonna start with that and I know that's that's a really hard topic to talk about, but I want you guys to really be honest and I want you to really discuss or talk about your feelings about now. I know that, you know, yes, you get your news from social media. You might not have a lot of the facts and, you know, stuff like that. That's okay. But I just, but that's okay. And, and that's great because I, I would say 90% of all the uh, people your age feel the same way you do about what's going on right now. But I want you guys, I want your feeling of what do you think? I want to start with Desham. What do you think about Black Lives Matter? I think that I stand behind it. Um, and not because of social media. It's because obviously we're, um, we're, you know, we have some black in us. And obviously we also get discrimin discriminated against us being Hispanic. So I'm not going to say that, you know, not all lives matter because they do but specifically to black people they obviously get treated a certain way you know obviously it's been since before my you know before i was born before you were born you know everybody so obviously racism racism um it would be love you know it would be lovely to you know to stop or whatever but we know to be realistic it's not going to so that's why i stand behind it because i feel like um i guess you know caucasians you know see us 
you know, minorities as, you know, like, I guess aliens and whatever they say, you know? So I feel like they just don't see black people and Hispanics and whoever as human beings. They just see us as like an outcast or whatever the case may be, but more obviously it's more popular around black people because of how long this racism has been going on to, you know, to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's how I stand. I think that I'm about, no, that's good. How about you, Jasmine? What, what do you think about black lives matter? Um, I support it just because, um, you know, I do have like a, a, a African American daughter and I have seen racism in my face too. Also, like I've seen it. <clears throat> and I feel like it's good that they make it an awareness. But I also do think that they kind of made it kind of worse in a way. I can't really explain it, but, like, now that racism is more aware on people, it's, like, more, like, you know, it's more affecting people. Like, more people are becoming racist. I don't know if it makes sense. No, it makes perfect I, sense, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, but... I'm trying to use big words to sound smart like (laughs) y'all. Yeah, just be yourself. You know, and you're you're right. You know, with the age of social media now, you know, the news is being spread more widely, and it's getting the the news is getting to people more, a lot easier and a lot faster than it was when I was growing up. When I was growing up, I had to wait till you know, 6 o'clock p.m. to watch the news. And the news only showed me what they wanted to show me. But now with social media, you got Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, you know, Instagram, uh, WhatsApp, and all these other applications, the news is right in your face. But so let me ask you this. In Jasmine, you hit, you made a really good point. You said that Black Lives Matter made things worse. Now, why, why do you feel that way? Um, Because, like, I feel like in sort of kind of in a way, like it kind of offends people too, because, you know, also because people are all, why does only black lives matter? And I get what black people say, like, because for a long time, their lives didn't matter. You know, they were, you know, treated wrong and they didn't have rights for a long time and all that. And I get that too, but it's like, they're kind of like, kind of inflicting, is that I'm using that word right? (laughs) Inflicting racism on white people because it's kind of like now they're kind of being racist on white people. Like, and I feel like it's kind of, you know, I like that, you know, they're they're trying to make a change and all that, but it's like, it's kind of like reverse psychology if you kind of think about it. It's like, you get what I'm, you what I'm getting at well, yeah. I, I think that <clears throat> you make a good point. For example, the um, whenever something happens, let's say a white cop shoots a black person, the first person to react. Now, this is just my opinion. This is just what I believe about Black Lives Matter. Now, let me make something clear. I believe black lives do matter. OK, just the same way I believe every life matter. Now, I, I understand when people say, well, in, in this climate, we have to focus on, on the black life because of, you know, the years of the oppression, the years of racism, the years of, you know, just just being held back. I, and I get that. My problem isn't the notion that black lives don't matter because they do. Obviously, nobody would ever say that black lives don't matter unless you're, you're just a, a horrible person. I have a problem. Me personally, I have a problem with the organization Black Lives Matter. Now, there is an organization called Black Lives Matter. You see them all the time. You see them 
whenever there's a there's a riot, whenever there's a protest, whenever a white cop shoots a black kid, the first people that come out to protest are the Black Lives Matter people. Now, my argument is that there's a separation between the notion Black Lives Matter and the company. I call them a company because that's all they are. Black Lives Matter Incorporated. There's a difference. Okay, so to explain myself a little better, back in the day when I was growing up, there used to be an organization called the Black Panthers. I don't know if you guys ever heard of the Black Panthers. Have you? No, I don't think so. I, yeah, I think I have like in school, yeah. Okay, now the Black Panther organization, they started back way back like in the, in the mid-60s, early 60s, and they were an organization just like Black Lives Matter right now that they were really confrontational, really in your face about uh, black rights and uh, treating you know the African-American community good and equal and all that I mean but they were very confrontational they were very in your face for example if a store uh, discriminated against a black person they were the first ones to be in your store and, and shut you down and, and put it on the news and this person did this to this person they were very confrontational but at the same time even though I'm also against you know that tactic that they used the black life the, the, the panthers they were the first ones to have turkeys on thanksgiving they were set up shops all over the community giving out free turkeys to the african-american community on thanksgiving when christmas came around they were the first ones to have set up shop in the community and give out gifts to you know poor you know kids you know that were in the community it doesn't matter if they're they were white or black they were give out gifts to the you know because primarily in that community it was primarily black so obviously they set up shop in in that community they actually did something for the black community where black lives matter when was the last time you guys saw a black lives matter person do something positive for the community rather than promote hate when when have you ever seen that even on social media have you guys ever seen that I can't, don't recall. Well, your silence tells me no. That's because they don't do that. Black Lives Matter, the only thing, and let me give you guys a little a little uh, information about Black Lives Matter Incorporated. You know, they were, they were not founded by a black person. You guys know that? No, I did not. Black Lives Matter was not founded by a black person. They were founded by a white person. Yeah, oh, right. Oh, oh, no. Where are the facts? <laughs> Those are the facts. <laughs> Where are the car facts? Black Lives Matter was not founded by a black person. And as a matter of fact, if you look at the news, um, you know, some people speculate on who it was founded from. Some people say it was founded by George Soros. Some people will say it was founded by the Democrat uh, the Democrat Party. But if you, if you dig down a little deeper, Black Lives Matter, okay, they, they donate money to political parties. That's all they are, a political party. And who do you think they give money to? I hope No, they give it to the Democrat Party. So Black Lives Matter was founded by the Democrat Party. It was something designed by the Democrat Party to get the black vote. That's that's why I have an issue with Black Lives Matter because they're, 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 they are something that we call 
a puppet organization. Yeah, you guys know what a puppet is. You know, you, somebody sticks, yeah. sticks their yeah. hand in their in their ear and they talk for them. The puppet's not doing the talking. The actual person that has their hand up their ear is the one that is talking. That's what Black Lives Matter is. They are a puppet organization. They're not a real organization. So, for example, they're not a per, they're not an organization founded by a black person that had that was very uh, uh, vocal and very passionate about black issues. It, it wasn't founded by that. It was founded by the Democrat Party to get the black vote, to get people on board, and so the Democrats can get the black vote. You know, and they can stay in power. That's all it is. So, in now, let me ask you guys something. If Black Lives Matter was called something else, let's say Black Lives Matter was called, um, let's pick a name, the, 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 the Umbrella Organization, would you guys even know about them? And if, like, they, if they stood for the same things they do now? They, they do the exact same thing now, but they were called something different. They were called the Umbrella Organization. <clears throat> Most likely, I mean, I feel like, I mean, I don't know to be honest, but I mean, it was a fifty-fifty chance. Honestly. Well, yeah, I could, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. I couldn't, I couldn't be, a, wouldn't be able to answer that. Well, the thing is, you guys will probably know about them. The problem is, you guys wouldn't care about them as you do now. The only reason, in my opinion, that young people uh, are following Black Lives Matter is because they're called Black Lives Matter. Now, that <laughs> is that was the most genius thing that that organization could have done was called themselves Black Lives Matter. Imagine Daisha, your name is Daisha and your name is Jasmine. And I started an organization called the Computer Mouse Organization. You guys wouldn't care. You guys wouldn't even ask me what my organization was about. But if I would have called it the Jasmine and Daisha Organization, then you guys would be all over it. Because obviously my name is very powerful and obviously you know it, it calls your attention. So that was very genius of them to do that. But Black Lives Matter, to be honest with you, in my opinion, do not really care about the black community because if Black Lives Matter really cared about black lives, they'd be the first ones to set up scholarships for black kids to go to college. They'd be the first ones to set up organizations in the or, or you know things in the neighborhood, you know, in the in the impoverished neighborhood for black kids to have uh, an opportunity to actually compete you know, with their counterparts, with white kids and, and Asian kids and all these kids, all these, you know, different races. You know, they'd be the first ones to really help promote the black culture and really push the black culture to a, a whole new level. But instead, the only time you see Black Lives Matter in TV or on the radio is when something bad happens. Right? Am I wrong? That's, yeah, now that I think about it. The only time you see Black Lives Matter on TV is when a white cop shoots a black kid. The only time you see Black Lives Matter on TV is when some white person did something bad to a black person. But where is Black Lives Matter when a black child kills another black child? You don't see them. You don't see them on TV. You don't see them talking about it. You don't hear them on the radio talking about black on black crimes and black on black violence and and all the all the bad things that are happening in the in the in the neighborhoods. You don't hear about that. Where is Black Lives Matter when when black lives are affected, really affected by black lives? Where are they? And that's that's my issue with Black Lives Matter, is that they really don't care about the black community. They only care about putting their faces on TV, 
so they can receive money from other people that really don't understand what Black Lives Matter do, and so they give it to the Democrat Party, and the Democrat Party becomes rich. You know, in the in because, like I said, if Black Lives really matter to Black Lives Matter, they would be the first ones to talk about the the black on black crimes, which it takes up, which is it is more prevalent than white on black crimes. Black on black crime. I don't have the numbers in front of me because this was kind of a last minute podcast thing I did with you guys, but it's it's outstanding the number of black on black crimes versus the number on white on black crimes. And and the, and if you guys really look at the numbers, and I wish I had the numbers in front of me, more Please, me more black, uh, more white people are shot every year by white cops than black people are being shot by white cops. I bet you guys didn't know that either. Right, and that's the problem. That's why I tell everyone, and, and that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. I'm not making these numbers. I'm not making this up. I wish I had the numbers in front of me. I wish I was more prepared for this. But you know, if you look at the stats, and everyone here that's listening to this podcast, everyone has Google. Everyone has a smartphone. Everyone has internet. So just on your on your smartphone, just look up the the statistics statistics on white cops. Kill, uh, you know, shooting black people versus white cops shooting white people. There are, are more white people being shot by cops than there are black people, and that's a fact. But see, that's why. Yeah. You, and, and the, the well, reason, then why don't they ever like put that on the news? You know, because put- it doesn't make for good news. Remember, the news media like Fox, CNN, you know, all these other medias, they have an agenda. Okay, let me give you guys an example. When you guys look at Facebook and you guys are on Facebook all the time, when a white cop, okay, like this last person, did you guys hear about the the white cop that shot the black kid? She was reaching for her taser, but she accidentally reached for her gun. And she shot this black kid a few times, a couple times actually, and killed him. You guys hear about that? I have a question. That was a question about that. Okay, so you guys heard about that, but on the news, the first thing that comes up, and that's what shocked me on social media, was white cop. They made an emphasis really big to make sure that people understood that this cop was white. A white cop shot a black kid. They, they, why, can't, why couldn't they just say cop shoots kid? Or cop mistakenly or accidentally shot person mistaken you know thought she was reaching for her taser when she was reaching for her gun and she had you know accidentally reached for her gun and shot this kid why do you think that they had to emphasize that it was a white cop that shot a black kid because it makes for good news exactly or, or, or like you it makes yeah. for great news great news because if, if it would have just said cop shot kid nobody would have cared but since it was a white cop shooting a black kid and they want to make sure they emphasize that, you know, that's when you have the Black Lives Matter people going up and crazy Jesse Jackson, Reverend Al Sharpton talking about how police brutality this, police brutality that, you know, and, and that's the gist of it. You know, the, there's something that it's called a narrative. OK, we in people in, in my side, the Republican Party, we talk about that all the time, that there's a narrative for everything. OK. The, the news has a narrative to, to a story to tell. Okay. They have to keep the ratings up. They have to keep people watching their news media outlet. Cause there's a lot of competition out there. 
So, the, you know, you got CNN, Fox, MSNBC, ABC. You got all these outlets out there, and they have to compete for ratings for people to watch their show. So they have to create a narrative. And what better narrative than a race war? Let's get the white people, the black people to fight against each other. Let, let's do that. That's great because people are going to watch. You see, and that's why I hate getting my news from Facebook. Because it only shows you one side of the story. And I tell everyone, why don't you guys, instead of just watching Facebook, right? Why don't you guys, just for maybe a few minutes a day, just watch conservative or listen to conservative radio. And just you don't have to agree with what they're saying. But at least just listen. Just listen so you can get both sides of the story and then make a, an educated judgment. You know, decide for yourself what you feel about that topic or what you feel about that subject. Rather than when you look at Facebook and you see, you know, white cop shoots black kid, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to be pissed off. You're going to be upset because the first thing that's going to come to your head is that, oh, that racist cop. When in fact, that cop wasn't racist. The cop just made a mistake. It was it was a very dumb mistake. But you feel a certain type of way when you read it, when you read things like that. And that's what their narrative is. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I do completely. So that yeah, that just makes makes it worse for white people. Well, you know, it, well, Desha, let me ask you because you've been are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Well, Desha, let me let me ask you this, okay? Now, it, let's say what happened a couple years ago. Okay, it, you know, in Kenosha, that whole shooting. They were rioting. They were going crazy in Kenosha. They were, you know, breaking stores. Do you believe that that was the right thing to do? Let me just say it like that. Do you believe that was the right way of going about the situation? Um, honestly, I don't think um, it was the right thing to do. But I do think that there still could have been something done in a way not in that way you know what i mean like yeah um i don't i don't i don't see um a different way to like go about that honestly but i feel like you know it did make whatever was going on very popular or very you know in the headlines right they wanted um, to shine a spotlight on the subject what was going on Right, and I think, um, but then again, I'm 100%, like I said, I do support um, Black Lives and things like that, but like I said, I don't think the right, the rioting was, the, I mean, I'm all with protesting, don't get me wrong, like, mm -hmm. protesting is the way to go, or whatever the case may be, but the, you know, doing the, all that, you know, like the, I don't know, it's just, it's just, at, at the end of the day, it just like, kind of like step back a lot for other people within the Kenosha community and things like that, so. You know, very more. unfortunate on their on their end, but mm -hmm. you know. Oh yeah, it, it actually caused more harm than good. It did more bad than good. You know, mm -hmm. and unfortunately, that's why we, you know, I wanted to touch the subject about Black Lives Matter the organization because that's what they do. They do. They they. I, we're, we live in an age, and let me let me tell you guys, let me tell you girls something, okay? We live in an age right now where there are more opportunities for you than there was when I was growing up. All right. When I was growing up, okay, in the 80s and 90s, I had to do double the work, okay, of my counterpart, a white person, in order for me to have the same outcome, 
Okay, so for me to be, to, to be equal to this person, I had to work twice as hard. Where nowadays, you know, you have more opportunities, more uh, more opportunities to, to reach your goal in life, you know, then it's easier than it ever was when I was growing up. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that racism doesn't exist. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that the black community is still being held down, you know, by a lot of things. That's not what I'm saying, because that still exists. And me as a person of color, I see it every day and I, and I sense it every day, you know, because I'm a person of color. So I'm not I'm not stupid. I see it. Mm-hmm. But there, there's a saying that says you play the cards that you are dealt. OK, I don't know if you guys ever play poker. You guys ever play poker? No, no. Well, nah, in- I love days here and there well you dabble a little bit (laughs) (laughs) well in poker okay in the game of poker i'm not a poker master i only play online a few times but in poker if you get a bad hand you can still win the game it all depends how good you play that hand it's almost like dominoes we puerto ricans we play dominoes every weekend well we play dominoes every day if we could same thing Mm -hmm. with dominoes in dominoes, if you play, if you're a very good domino player, you can have the worst hand that you can be dealt. But if you play it correctly, you can still win the game. Now, if you apply that same notion to your life, the same notion, doesn't matter what color you are. If you apply it, you were dealt a bad hand. You were dealt a bad hand by, by, by being born in this country as a person of color. You were already dealt a bad hand. Okay, you're already at a disadvantage. But you can still win the game if you play the games, play the cards right. Now, if you, you can even imagine if we're, we're living in an age now where we've had a black president, we've we've had black uh, cabinet members in the government, we have black lawyers, black doctors, and I say those things because those are the most prestigious jobs you can find. You know, when people talk about doctors and lawyers and all that, you know, ooh, you know, big money. Mm-hmm. But we've had black people, and we still do, obviously, and it grows every day. Uh, in, in those positions of power and for me to say the black, the white man is still keeping me down you know that's a, a very to me in my opinion not to offend anybody but that's still a very ignorant statement to make when all I have to do is educate myself get my education and do what I want to do because once I'm educated once I have the knowledge once I have you know everything I need all the tools I need to succeed all I have to do is just succeed I mean uh, why is that so difficult to to comprehend for some people you know what I mean so you know Daisha right now you went to school right you did you graduated college right yeah correct okay so you know nothing nothing can stop you from doing you know Jasmine if you wanted to do anything you know, you can do it. All you have to do is just get up and do it. Daisha, all you have to do is just get up and do it. I mean, the white man is not telling you, no, you can't do it. No one's telling you you can't do it. I've never had a white person, and I grew up in an old school where, you know, people were in your face. I never had a white person tell me I couldn't do it because I was Puerto Rican, or I never could do it because I was a person of color. You know, I did what I wanted to do. I, I chose my path of life. doesn't matter what color I was, and I, and I, and I, and I succeeded. You know, there obviously there are things that I could have done differently. And, and when you, everybody has that feeling that if I can go back, I do it differently, but I could do whatever I want. So you can you. And for us to say, you know, the racism is still, you know, attacking me and, and it's still keeping me now. It's a very ignorant statement, you know, it's, 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 in my opinion, you know, and that's why 
girls, I vote Republican. And I, let's talk about that real quick. And I promise this is not going to be a long podcast because I'm sure you guys got things to do. <clears throat> but let's talk about why I vote Republican. And you guys, I'm assuming, vote Democrat, right? Um, I didn't vote. I don't think I've ever voted in my life. You never voted? <laughs> oh, my God. I failed. Um, to you. That's another topic for a different day. <laughs> oh, my God. How about you, Daisha? Did you vote? Um, I voted, but I choose not to say. No, that's fine. That's fine. But I, I, I'll tell you, I voted Republican. I voted Republican. Mm-hmm. Now, and the reason I voted Republican is because the same thing I tell everybody, okay? And people, people ask me, why did you vote Republican? Well, and I tell them the same thing. I voted Republican because I believe in freedom. I believe in family. And I believe in God. And people mm-hmm. say, well, if you're a Democrat, you can believe the same thing. And I say, no, you can't, because if you're a Democrat, okay, you, you, you're a progressive person. You believe in progression. You believe in taking the, you know, God out of the picture about, of everything. God, God, even though you might believe in God, you might believe there, you know, he exists. You can't associate him with anything else. I believe in family. And when I say, in fa- when I, say I believe in family, I believe in one man and one woman raising children. Okay. Now you you have the freedom. If you're two women, you're two men. You want to raise a child. Hey, you do whatever you want to do. Whatever floats your boat. You know, I'm not going to discriminate against you. I'm not going to hate you. As a matter of fact, I'm going to love you. But I believe that the 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 natural way is, is a man and a woman. I don't believe in you know many genders. I believe there's a man and there's a woman. I believe in freedom. I believe that the government shouldn't be in my business. The government shouldn't tell me how I should raise my family. Now that's why I vote Republican. Now, I didn't vote. I'm not a Trumpster, okay? I, I, I literally can't stand the guy, okay, when it comes to, like, his mm-hmm. personal personal views. I can't stand him. I, I just don't like him. He rubs me the wrong way. But he's a Republican, and I had to do what was best for this country, and that was to put a Republican in office. Because remember, when, you, when you're a Republican, okay, and let, me, let me ask you guys a question, and I want you guys to answer me, you know, honestly. And I'll start with you, Jasmine. Now, this is no... Chinese proverb that says it's better is or is it better? It's a question. Is it better to give a man a fish or to show that man how to go fishing? Um no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure it's to teach him how to go fishing so he can feed himself, right? Well what so do you think, Daisha? What do you I think? think? Yeah, I think um, I think if it were me, I would honestly, I would teach him how to fish, but I would also give him a fish as well. So you would do both? But I'm going to teach him how. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've never heard that before. <laughs> but if you <laughs> but if you only had one option, if you can only do if one thing. If I had one option, then I would teach him how to fish. But, <laughs> but why? So that he is knowledgeable to do it on his own so that he doesn't have to depend on nobody you know he already knows how to do it you know mm-hmm. like he'll try to compromise and you know get things for himself provide for himself that's absolutely correct because the Chinese proverb ends by saying is is it easier to give a man a fish or is it easier to give or is it better to show him how to fish and it's my saying because if you give a man a fish he eats for one day <clears throat> but if you show him how to fish, he eats for a lifetime. Now, when you apply that 
to your personal beliefs to your political beliefs that's the main difference between a democrat and a republican that's the main difference if you think about that problem right there girls a democrat is going to give you a fish but it's not going to show you how to go fishing he a democrat will not and look what's going on now all this money that's coming in for people stimulus money you know check after check after check they're taking food stamps and they're raising them high sky high you know they're taking welfare checks and they're just giving people money for doing nothing and now you think well yeah they should that's a good thing and i'm not saying that that you know they shouldn't be you know help of course but what does that do for one people are not going to want to why should i work if the government's going to take care of me okay if the government's going to give me all this money why should i go to school why should i try to succeed why should i you know do this when i make more money than somebody working and another thing that a negative that comes behind that is that what you see right now you ever you guys noticed how much food is now how much rent is now how much gas is now nothing and nothing and nothing in life is free you know if the government gives you a check believe me when i say you're going to pay that back with interest now a republican believes that you I'm, a republican is not ever going to give you a fish but they're going to give you the tools necessary to go out fishing so you can go out and get all the fish you want you can go out there and go fishing and, and fish a million fish if you want but i'm not going to give it to you i'm going to show you how to do that that's the main difference and when donald trump came into office if it you know if you when you clear all the rhetoric and you just look beyond the rhetoric that he was talking about he his his message was clear he's saying he's going to make america great again why did he say that well he said that because he is going to give us the tools we need to succeed okay he's not going to give us welfare checks he's not going to raise uh monthly you know food stamps and things like that but another but what what he's going to do he's going to give you the opportunity to go make that money you're going to make more you're going to make more and if you want to make more he's going to give you the opportunity to go to school and get a better education and make more money you know you you got to go out in, in in this and that's why old schools get hated on like me because we feel that you have to go out and get it no one should give it to you you got to go out and get it you know go out and get this money go out there and, and, and get this better job better life better opportunity you deserve it and if you deserve it you got to go get it you got to work hard you know what I mean? It, it's it's like that. You know, people hate Jeff Bezos right now, the founder of Amazon. They hate him with passion. It's, you know, they. I don't hate him. I love him. You know why? If I'm making, you know, billions of dollars because I created something that changed somebody's life, why should I get, you know, why should I get hated on? You know, why should I get punished? Why should I give you half of my wealth? Well, you didn't do anything. I created something great. So that's the difference, mm -hmm. girls. I'm not going to bore you anymore with this. But that's the difference between. A Democrat and a Republican, and that's why I choose to vote Republican, not because of Donald Trump. It doesn't matter who was running that year. If if it would if, if he would have been Republican, I would have voted for him. I'm not a Trumpster. I'm a Republican, and, and and that's why I wanted to make this podcast with you guys because not only did I want to get your take, I wanted you guys to understand where I'm coming from because I you know my the family is like really like they look at me like as I was as I was a white person. <laughs> I'm serious. They look at me like I was a white person, but that's that, that's not fair, you know, because I'm a Republican. I'm all of a sudden I'm white. I'm not white. 
I'm the blackest person in the world. <laughs> but you know, but I have Republican <laughs> views. I believe in personal responsibility. If you fail, that's on you. It's nobody else's to blame. The white per you can't blame the white person for failing. You can't blame the president for failing. You can't blame your neighbor, your sister, your brother, whatever. You can't blame them for failing. If you fail, it's because you decided to fail. Because we live in a country where the opportunities are so great that failure is an option. Mm-hmm. It's an option. Mm-hmm. Six, you know, success is right in your hands. And if you want it, you just have to go out and grab it. You know, you have to do what you got to do to become successful. And unfortunately, other countries like where we come from, Puerto Rico, it's not like that. You know, it's the, the complete opposite. So let's be grateful that we live in a great country where, you know, you can succeed if you want. You can fail if you want. And even if you fail, and that's that's the crazy thing about this country. If you fail, you're still rich in other countries' eyes because you're still receiving government money and you're still being taken care of by the government. You still have a house. You still got running electricity. You still got running water. Even if you're dirt poor, you know, if you, even if you're dirt poor, you still live good, you know, compared to other countries. And, mm-hmm. and that's why I love this country so much. That's why I vote Republican because I want to keep this country great. I want to keep it like that. I want to keep it so if you're poor and if you're down on your luck, you can still have food in your stomach. You can still take care of yourself. Is there anything else you guys want to want to talk about? Um, I just want to add something. I don't want to um talk about anything else, but I just want to add something yeah, before we ahead. end this. Go ahead. Um, no matter what, um. No matter what we believe in, no matter what we have, you know, the differences aside, the only thing that matters is Jesus. Um, <laughs> and I'm just being, and I chuckled a little bit, but I'm being so serious. You know, I feel like a lot of us, um, you know, we have our own beliefs and, you know, kudos to everybody, you know, props to everybody else. But to me in my life, I believe that this is the only way. Republican, whether you're Republican, Democrat, Black, White, Mexican, whatever, who you are, you know, um, I think that's the main focus here is to, for me, at least, is, you know, to glorify Jesus in a way, and no matter my actions, things like that. And that's all I want to say. Thank you for your time. Um, Elvin Pizarro, I really appreciate it for having us here today. And um, thank you for giving us your views. Now I can kind of see and understand you a little more, and I think of you like the rest of the family. And you know, have my own <laughs> no, you don't. You still think I'm white. <laughs> you know, for for those that didn't look at my Facebook post, or for some, she gave me for Christmas a Black Lives Matter shirt. Now, <laughs> and it was a great shirt. It, it was, was an shirt. awesome shirt. I still have it. You know, I still wear it to go to sleep. But, <laughs> but you know, thank you for the shirt. It looks great, and I wore it one time. And I took a picture of it. You know, just to kind of, you know, like, hey, look. You know, she gave me a Black Lives Matter shirt. I gotta wear it. But it, it was a great shirt, and I, and I thank you, you know. And, you know, and you're you're absolutely right. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican, if you're a Democrat. doesn't matter what race you are. As long as we, we love each other, we take care of each other, you know, because, you know, we, we're, we're always yeah. going to have different views. doesn't matter what it is. We can have a, a debate over what's the best computer, what's the best car, but as long as we're there for each other, you know, that's all that matters. How about you, Jasmine? You want to say yeah. something? No, you guys took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you everything uh, I was thinking, y'all said it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I want to thank. Uh, I'm with you guys on here. I learned. See, I, I, I like learning new stuff from you. I got a new point of view on this politics stuff. Still not gonna watch the news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and you have every right not to. You know, that's what's great about this. You don't have to. You don't want to. <laughs> you know. I, 
feel like sometimes feel like they be lying sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. Well, well, it is a lot to take in, and that's that's the thing. It, it's a uh, power to talk. When you talk about politics, and you talk about these issues that are happening right now, and it's a lot to soak in. But you know, the only if I can if I can take this whole conversation, it's been over forty three minutes now. If I can take this whole conversation, and winding up to just one one sentence, it would say, you know, get the information from both sides. You know, listen to both sides and make an educated decision on how you feel about a subject. That's all. You know, don't just listen to one side because if you just listen to one side, you're only going to have that one side's point of view and you're going to hate the other side. You're not even going to listen. You know, you're just like, whatever. You know, they're wrong. They're wrong. And little do you know, just by listening to a little bit of what they have to say might not sway you, but at least you understand. You understand their point of view and then you yourself can make your own decision because when you listen to one side, only one side, you're not being fair to yourself. You know, you're you're not you're not being fair to yourself. You know, and exactly. that's all I gotta say, girls. I wanna thank you for coming on to my podcast. You guys are gonna make my podcast a great success. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, and I mean it with all my heart. I love you girls to death. Thank you for doing this. Love you and, too. And, you love know, you. and if you guys have any questions, you guys know you can call me and, you know, talk to me and we can <clears throat> have more debates and more talks, oh. okay? And how's my baby? Yes, of course. Uh, she's good. She's over here. Did you hear her throughout our conversation? Yeah, I, I hear in the background. <laughs> <laughs> all right, girls. Well, I love you guys very much.